Welcome back, listeners. I'm Robin Black, and this is It's All About Healing Podcast. In today's episode, Through the Fire. I recently lost my apartment due to a fire, and the apartment above mine is completely gone, and mine has extensive water damage. So we'll definitely be out of an apartment for a while. And I just moved there literally a month ago. And I remember when my friend Cameron interviewed me on the news, he said, for those who may be wondering why this woman is so happy after or in the midst of this fire, this is just who she is. And it was amazing to hear, one, I never paid attention to the things people notice about me. And two, it was such an uplifting comment to make. And I thank Cameron very much for that. But this this fire, it happened on Friday. And the day it happened, I, I had a bird's eye view from different point of views on how others were experiencing this fire. First was me, you know, noticing the sparks coming from the balcony above mine. They had a candle that was melting on my son's bike and on the table that I had out there. So I'm kind of yelling up to them to get your candle. It's, It's melting on my stuff and no one was answering. So then huge sparks, um, started to, to hit my, my screen window and it started to catch fire. And I screamed to my daughter to run upstairs to see if they're home. And while I grab a, ba- a bowl of water, I, I put the fire out on the balcony. And But as I, as I look back up, I heard a loud whoosh of fire. And I saw how quickly the upstairs was engulfed in flames. I screamed for my daughter to come back down, uh, come back downstairs. It's a real fire. Pack your stuff and get out. And I called 911. And it was sad because I was on hold for seven minutes before anyone even answered the phone, which that alone is just scary enough. But bless my daughter's heart. Uh, all she packed was um, a few clothes, but her retainer and her, puf- and her perfume were <laughs> her main items that she wanted to grab. And it's so funny because, you know, that's the minds of of children. It's the cutest thing ever. But she said, what? This this perfume was expensive, <laughs> but then my son's bus, it pulls directly in front of the fire because the fire truck started pulling in. And as the driver came around the corner, I could see the shock in her face. And now all the poor students on board the bus, you know, I don't know if they're traumatized by what it is they're looking at by this fire, but my son is on this bus that just stopped directly in front of his house. So now I'm just like mommy mode kicks in and my son is, is calling. He's scared out of his mind and the bus driver can't open the doors to let these kids off because all the kids are on the bus. I'm sure they're freaking out as well. So officers are directing the bus to pull out of the neighborhood. My son's still freaking out. Everyone is screaming. My daughter, then she steps outside and she sees the fire from the outside. So now she starts freaking out. She calls her father. He can't make out what she's saying. So he is screaming, just put your mother on the phone, put your mother on the phone. And then I have my upstairs neighbor 
screaming about his cat is still inside and he's screaming at the top of his lungs. And, and he was also screaming about how cold he was and where's his cat and can I use your phone? And, and other people are starting to scream and hollering and I'm trying to calm my daughter down. I'm trying to talk to her father on the phone. And I'm also talking to my son on my phone, trying to calm him down. So it's just, it's just, it's a lot going on. And I call my brother, I call my mother, I call my father and I make them all aware. And there's just so much screaming and hollering that I can't even think straight. I can't even hear myself think. Then I tell my daughter, just get in the car. You know, I lock all the doors and I just sit there and I just think for a minute. And I had to calm down and allow the chaos to just to just kind of dissipate for a minute and just allow God to just speak to me. And I'm on the phone still trying to calm my son down the best way that I can. And then my ex-husband, he arrives on the scene and he must have been breaking the sound barrier because he got there and it seemed like maybe not even five minutes after we hung up. But I couldn't even begin to imagine where his mind was hearing the fear in his son and his daughter's voice and not know anything as to what's going on due to all the screaming. All he knew was that there was a fire. So I know he could barely hear. And then once he made it to the, to the scene, then he ran to my daughter and embraced her with tears rolling down his face. And of course, that made me start crying now. Because seeing that fear in his face for his kids definitely, definitely pulled at my heartstrings. So now I'm telling him, please just, just go find our son. Just go find our son. Go grab him off the bus before he has a panic attack. And my mom was on the phone asking, should I come? Should I know? I'm like, I, I honestly don't know. I, I know nothing. But once she made it... um. It, and it took like a higher power of mom. <laughs> and then it just, just her being there, I was able to calm down even more and actually hear myself think. But finally, my son arrived with his dad. And once he saw me, he immediately calmed down. You know, uh, my ex-husband said that he was having a full-blown panic attack on that bus once he made it to the bus. And the bus driver was trying to calm him down. The bus driver ended up calling him from uh, my son's phone saying, hey, can you come grab him off the bus because I cannot calm him down. But eventually he finally calmed down. And then, of course, then the waterworks came again because once he saw me, you know, he embraced me with like the tightest hug. And he was just so scared. And it was hard to see that, you know, to see that fear in your child's face. It's, it's <laughs> try not to tear up again. It's, it's, it's hard to see that, but you know, it's, it's also trying to calm your children down and you're that strength. You're the strength that they need. And my son, he just, he just needed his mother. And the strength that God puts in me is the strength and light that makes my children feel safe you know, and when they see that, they automatically feel better. They can be at ease. 
And it was such a touching moment to realize I was the glue keeping my kids together. But what was more significant for me was realizing just as much as I impact their lives, they also have an impact on mine. And in times like these, God will bring you to the realization quick of what and who really matters the most. Material things are the furthest thing from your mind. Knowing that you have everyone with you is really all that matters. And American Red Cross, they were amazing. They came there pretty much immediately. Um, They set up temporary housing. Um, Does it suck not having uh, my home? (laughs) Yes, it definitely does, especially moving again. But I also know how strategic God is. And there is a reason for all of this. You know, he moves us And he relocates us in different areas for certain reasons. So I'm just kind of looking forward to seeing what he has in store for me next. But um, my, my kids are safe. I'm safe. We have food. We have a roof over our heads. And there's nothing to complain about as far as I'm concerned. Of course, I'm human. You know, I took a couple of days to just sit in silence with, with nothing but me and God. And, you know, he was able to speak to me and tell me what to do next, whether it be through dreams, visions, or audibly, he always comes through. So I always know no matter what I go through, he is always right there with me. And I have no reason to be upset. I have no reason to just just dwell on what it is that I'm losing because I know it's going to be replaced So I'm okay with all of that because I know God is always going to replace it. I just know that, hey, he's moving me in a new direction. I don't know if I'm going to stay here. I don't know if he's moving me. I have no idea. But I know that I'm ready. And I remember sitting back and and watching those flames and how quickly the fire spread. It reminded me of life and how quickly things can change, whether good or bad. Main thing I learned throughout life is that everyone is different. Whether you believe in God or you call him God or a different name, Allah, Buddha, Holy Trinity, Lord, Holy Spirit, the creator, it's your life, it's your belief, and it's your walk. And I hear so many times of people judging and complaining and calling others demonic and saying this, saying that, and saying, oh, if you're spiritual, spiritual, this means that. If you're this and you believe in this, then this means that. This means you're going to hell. This is it. There's, there's just, it's uncalled for. And it's, it's absolutely ridiculous because who cares? It's their walk. It's their life. And there's many walks of life in many different cultures. And who are we to judge others? We don't know what path God has them on. We don't know how he's communicating with others. It's not for us to know. It's not for us to judge. You know, and if you're being too focused on what others are doing or what others are believing in, it's only keeping you further and further away from your own heart's desires and further away from your promise. There are different languages around the world, different dialects, Some say father, some say dad, some say daddy, poppy, papa, so many more. But those are just some listed ways to say dad here on earth. 
People will have different ways of saying things or pronouncing them. They will have different meanings, but so what? Let others do what they do. Let others believe in what they want to believe in. Beliefs are like goals. We're all trying to reach an end goal here. And these natural disasters that happen, they bring light to that. Who cares? As long as they believe in their God, that's all that matters because it's their life and it's their path. Let them be and just lead with love. God is love, period. It does not matter. We don't have to try to convert people over to, do. oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. That's not what life is about. You have to just know who God is and what God wants for you because he gave you your desires and he gave you your life path to find your purpose through life. So focus on your life and not the life of others. If you want to help guide others, that's one thing. But if you're just out here to judge and call someone demonic or talk them down, look at yourself in the mirror. Because it is you that's being judgmental, calling other people names when you don't even know anything about them. So who is it really that you're being a reflection of? There is only one who knows and only one who can judge. And just like fingerprints, every single person will have a different testimony about their encounter with God. Just lead with love and stop the hate. Look around. Look at all the tragedies happening around the world. It will only continue to rise until he diminishes the hate. But that's all I have for you today. And if you're new, again, I'm Robin Black, a certified spiritual life coach, healer, and minister. I help others understand energy and different blockages and understand a better way of life. You know, you may hear me say in a lot of these episodes, what is your default vibration? So I actually, I I help others understand their vibration and the frequency that they're vibing on as to any type of adversity that you're facing, whether you're in a relationship, at work, it does not matter. I help you get through all of that. And I help guide and heal from a spiritual and psychological view and which gives you a better understanding. So I share my stories here, my testimonies, and I create these episodes from experience. I want to impact the lives of others. Having people come on and share their stories, there will be a few that will feel less lonely if you're someone who feels that maybe you're just not being heard. But now is your chance to be heard. Now is your chance to lift your voice. People don't don't have to even know who you are if you don't want to. You can remain anonymous, but just reach out and contact me. So please be sure to subscribe Come on the show, share your story, or book your one-on-one session today. Go to my website, www.itsallabouthealingpodcast.com, or email me, itsallabouthealing17 at gmail.com. Again, subscribe and get on my email list. There also will be content that I put on my blog or on my YouTube channel that I don't share on my podcast. 
And also as well as my newsletter, I send out letting you know I'll be traveling to your area for open podcast interviews or days that I'll have an open discussion live via Restream. I would love to have some of you be a part of that as well. So be sure to subscribe and stay blessed.